The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We are live in studio, hosted by Aaron Kowal of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Aaron, great to see you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. What am I missing? Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Um, and eventually New Year's. Yes. So we'll just say happy holidays. How you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm blessed. How are you? I, I feel blessed, too. Good point. That's a great way to put things. Yeah. Life's good. The hustle and bustle of the holidays, sometimes you need to take a little pause and breath and slow down and remember everything we're grateful for. It's been in at least the state of Wisconsin the last few weeks, a lot of bad things and turmoil, stuff like that. So your hearts and thoughts and prayers, everybody in Waukesha and their families as we enter the holiday season for sure. Yeah, Chris see... Barons is here. I'd like to welcome back Chris Barons from Horicon Bank. How you doing, Chris? Good, Paul. Good to see you. Good. And how are you doing this holiday season? Uh, we're good. We're good. Unfortunately, I had uh, some family members that attended the Waukesha Parade, so um, we're we're as we say, we're Waukesha strong, and we're all getting through it. Um, they're doing okay. Yes, they yeah they unfortunately witnessed a lot of what happened there. Yeah. I think that's going to be tough yeah. uh, for kids, right? Certainly for kids, um, but, you know, the impact could take a, a while for everyone to recover. It, it, it could be. Uh, walk, you know, prayers are with everybody. Yes, there's, thank there's you. No there's, no. There's, not, there's no words. There's no words to describe what happened. Uh, so that being said, uh, Aaron, let's turn to cheerier topics. Yeah. Like <laughs> retirement. Retirement's supposed to be an exciting fun time it's sometimes i told this to your i think your father jeff was on last week's show when i said do people still put an x on the calendar for my retirement date like i look forward to this date and he's he goes i don't know if that's the right mentality what are your thoughts on that i'm putting an x on a retirement date yeah uh, and going i it depends on the person it's Uh, almost like i want to finish my job i'll give you the safe answer whatever my dad says is right so um i'll just say no but it you know it can be um it's best to retire to something, not from something. And of course, you know, sometimes there's there's events outside of your control, but um, I find that the people that retire into something that they're excited about or uh, some volunteer work or whatever have much more fulfilling retirement and um, age slower. Uh, to be honest, too, you know, that they're if they're keeping themselves occupied, they see clients that I've seen clients that that, that retire and don't really do much mm-hmm. and they're they get older faster. I think that and that maybe was the case back in 1950, right? The rocking yeah. chair in the front porch. And I'm not going to physically do much where now I think it's much more active lifestyle. Well, like my grandparents always seemed old (laughs) and i think like my parents are grandparents now and they're not they're not you they're not old acting looking seeming no you know no you so i've known your dad for for over 20 years (laughs) jeff kowal does not seem like a grandfather to me but he is 
And he's a darn good one, right? Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Um, but he's also a good example of what we're talking about. Jeff has not stepped away from the Kowal no. Investment Group. <laughs> as much as we may. No, we don't. I no, knew, but I knew you'd have some sort of comeback. You were totally setting me up for that, Paul. Thanks for getting door. me in trouble here. I opened Let's the door. change the topic again. Stay um, active. It's my mom's birthday today, so i got to wish my mom a, a, a happy birthday. I saw so. that on Facebook. Uh, Jane Kowal, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, happy birthday Aaron's Grammy. mom. Yeah. And just wife, of course. I know your mom very well. It's, it's I've become friends with everybody at the Kowal Investment Group over yeah. the years. Um, you guys do the uh, market updates yep. on yep. WISN twice a day. Twice a day, 3.05 and 5 o'clock-ish um, on, on WISN. Um, and so they'll, they'll, we've been doing that for ever, 20 oh, yeah. plus Over years, 20 years. 25 yeah. years, maybe. I don't know. Before the show started. And you've got yeah. Chris Barron's vice yeah. president of the trust department at Horicon Bank with us in studio the whole show, Aaron. Yeah. He, so I, we have Chris. We've, I've known Chris for years. I've uh, been working with him professionally for years, too. Um, you know, he um, is an honorable guy. And so what did, what did, what did the role is is a, is a corporate trustee. So instead of having... Um, you know, I have my, my trust. I name my kid, you know, typically it's, you know, we see a lot of times like oldest daughter who's most responsible <laughs> is, um, you know, is, will be the trustee. Well, sometimes that, that can cause fighting among siblings or misunderstandings among siblings, spouses. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we've seen, so what it, what Chris is, what Chris doesn't, you know, I always say on here that everyone's favorite topic is themselves. So <laughs> Chris, what, what does kind of take some of that emotion out of it? And we're, so why don't you talk a little bit about what you do, you, the unique services you provide? Thanks, Aaron. Uh, yeah, so I mean, our goal as a corporate trustee is just to make sure um, individuals' uh, last wishes are carried out. So, you know, we want to gr- carry out the grantor's intent. So whoever they wanted their goods or their property to be delivered to, our goal is to make sure those wishes uh, get carried out. It could be a home, jewelry, cars, art, photos, you know, silver. Um, it just depends. Our goal is just to make sure they get carried out. That's awesome. And some, just sometimes that can be so difficult to, to say, it, oh, yeah, it's easy to read a document and say, okay, this is what you do. You know, like I'm, you know, for my parents' estate planning, I have like you, you can't have me as the trustee on on your trust. I because there could be some misinterpretation between me and my brother or our spouses, and I don't want that drama. I'd rather have them be mad at Chris instead of be mad at me. Um, so how is it, Chris? I mean, you have a, a trust. It's perfectly clear in a trust what happens every time, right? Shouldn't it be a no-brainer? Uh, yeah. In, in most cases, it should be, but uh, usually it's not because, you know, the one thing that's not in the document is the emotion that comes with it. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, family emotion. And, um, you, know, a, you know, a child might have been told one thing, but the parent changed their documents after that conversation, and they might say, well, that's really for me. Or or they didn't communicate that, Chris, Yes, right? correct. Lack of communication. Correct. You know, in some cases, the parents loan money to children, but it's not documented. And so the siblings will say, hey, they got to pay back that 10000 or $50,000 before you, you know, distribute the rest of the assets. They have to pay that back first. Or get, they get that amount reduced by that. Or their share gets reduced by that amount. And... It's, unfortunately, it's not the case because unless there's documentation to that effect or they've put that in their documents, 
we can't do that. If it's not on paper, it didn't happen. Correct. Yeah, and, and we were talking earlier that you know personal objects because you know, it's easy. It's you know easy for an IRA, four hundred one k life insurance annuity. You have the beneficiary designation written in. Say, I want Bob to get this. I want Leah. My, my daughters are listening too, so I want Le- <laughs> they, they uh, they're texting me. Say hi to us. Hi kids. Um, <laughs> I want Leah to get this. Claire to get this. Ella to get this in an IRA. But it's not so easy. You can't have beneficiary designation on a wedding ring or a baseball card collection. Oh, that's or, a great point. Is no. it all those little things, right? And, and little things that are sentimental and some have value too. Correct. Yes. And then oftentimes it's uh, it's the sentimental value is what people are most worried about. You can't put a price yeah. on that. Correct. You know, um, it, might, it might be grandma's silver. Right, right. So, you know, in those cases, there's usually some reference to a will or a trust to say they can leave a list uh, behind that says who gets, you know, what piece of property. So they can they can do that, um, and but they need to sign and date it. And, you know, with, the, in, with cell phones today, you know, our, our uh, recommendation is that people, one, take a picture of the item, two, put that item on print on a piece of paper, um, put a description with it. That helps us in such a big way because a jeweler's description could be very close on a couple of different now, pieces of jewelry. Be- before you go any further, Chris, I'm a little confused. Can we then put that in a trust? So it's there by reference, okay. saying if I leave a memorandum or a list behind, um, then I can ha- then those wishes can be carried out. Um, so, but you want to make sure that you put a picture with it, a description with it, and then most importantly, what I tell people is put make sure it's numbered. The pages are numbered because. Uh, inevitably, it could be a neighbor, it could be someone that's you know not necessarily, unfortunately, trusted, who might go in and tear off the back half of you know your wishes, and so those items. They know those things weren't mentioned, and correct. she wanted yeah. me to have them. So yeah, so numbering the pages is critically important. Um, not so just we taking know. a picture and signing it and writing a description, having them numbered so that you know one of twenty, seventeen of twenty. So that you know. So we know as personal representative or trustee that we have the complete list. Well, And yeah. these are legal documents. I mean, yes. would you date it too? The picture should be dated. Uh, well, it, the, the li- you can sign and date each page actually is Got probably it. even better. Um, but then in some cases, those get submitted to the court. So what we're doing is we're talking today beyond just having a trust. There's a oh, yeah. there's an irrevocable and revocable trust, right? Mm-hmm. But our family has one. We we did that, but we're going deeper into the weeds. What's yeah. all in that trust? People can put their home in their trust. Correct. Correct. Can you put the Corvette in the trust? You can. You can, or you can just make reference to it as vehicles. Now, think about all the, the siblings, right? There might be, you said you've got three daughters, Aaron. Yeah. I've got two daughters. There might be a family with, with six kids, four are boys, two are girls. Dad's car, his hot rod, his just whatever. Just cut into, thir- you know, Solomon, you know, just cut into thirds. And- <laughs> can you imagine those guys saying, but he told me I got it. And the other, no, no. Over drinks at the last Packer game two years ago, he said it's mine. Ah, you just got dad liquored up, you know. Yeah, right? no, it's. So it's- get it. Done in writing. If it's right. not in writing, it didn't happen. So here's, uh, I mean, we had a case that, um, you know, caused us a little bit of angst, um, but it was the, um, you know, it made reference to this person gets all the vehicles, but then in their portfolio that they had left behind, um, they had indicated, they started writing out a list of changing those wishes, but never signed and dated it. Oh, So it wasn't valid. Correct. 
Oh, my goodness. That's where you need somebody like you to just a little friendly reminder. We got to yes. do things the right way. Yes. You're, so your company is, it's Horicon Bank, right. uh, located where? Uh, Pewaukee, Waukesha area, right by Thunder Bay Grill. And we'll be talking more about this with Chris Barons throughout the show, Aaron. A lot of trust. Maybe people have questions about this. Hey, I've got yes. a trust, but maybe after hearing you guys say this, I don't have it done right. You know, it's it's a it's a, an interesting concept that people don't normally talk about. They will normally hear about it from a financial advisor or, or from their bank because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're banks, but but sometimes there's there's better trustees to go with. Uh, that may have a vested interest in the investments uh, in you know in there because they may be incented to make more based off decisions. So if there's different. You know, Chris doesn't manage money, and so it really is just purely what's what's good for for the clients. And then, of course, what we should do is welcome people to join us. If you have questions, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line for the Retirement Clinic is, and we're on a WIBA Madison. I want to welcome those listeners as well. If you've got questions, 414-799-1130. You can text us. You can call us. Aaron Kowal, you can certainly take any question on retirement as yeah. well mm-hmm. as it pertains to, could be Social Security, IRAs, whatever, whatever you want. You yeah. kind of wrinkled your nose at Social Security. <laughs> Carol Ritson, not with us today. Car- Carol's not with us. So, well, Social you know. Security is part of your retirement, but certainly oh no, it's, it's don't depend on it. Yeah, it's, You're it's, right. it's, it's as, all over the place sometimes. You get I the, mean, it shouldn't be your sole source of income. Oh, right. It, People used to rely on that as their sole source of income, so we can't can't do that anymore. We'll come right back. Your website, which is fantastic. Yes. The, we should have it launching a new one soon, by the way. So Same address. Yeah, thekowalway.com. Yeah, it's got a lot of info, all the locations, all the information, thekowalway.com. The Retirement Clinic, Saturdays on WISN and WIBA. Our guest, Chris Behrens, with Horicon Bank, is here on WISN and WIBA. Aaron Kowal, answering your questions, and I'm Paul Cronforce. The Boss segment for business owner savings and security. It's yes. coming up next. Stick around. We are back on the Retirement Clinic. This is the boss segment, Business Owner Savings and Security. Aaron Kowal does this every week. It's nice to have you and Chris Barons with Horicon Bank Trust. Yeah, trust Administration. I'm going to get this right. Someday. Well, first off, uh, Chris, and I was confused, so I, I Googled it. I thought you were in Horicon. Oh, no. Uh, and it's not it's in yeah. Pewaukee, right? Right, right. So, um, so we're going to talk a lot about trusts and generally estate planning. How about power of attorney? And then you add COVID into the mix. All of that's coming up. But first, we do the boss segment, Aaron. Yes, you know I do this every week. Usually, I re- record it. I'll do it. You know, do it live. And you know, people are kind of sick of me, so I thought I'd have, uh, <laughs> or at least I'm sick of hearing myself, Paul. Um, so I thought I'd bring have Chris do do the show or do the the, the boss segment. Uh, while while he's here, uh, so boss boss segment is uh, business owner savings and securities uh, security. There's certainly a lot of issues uh, that are unique to uh, to business owners, and so I th- when it comes to uh, trust administration to uh, planning around that and business succession is a huge part of. 
financial planning for business owners. So we were talking um, that, that, that there, are, there are so many things that can go wrong with this. So we thought maybe we see what, what do you see out there? What are some things, Chris, that, um, that people need to be to watch out for if they have a business? And then we're going to talk a little bit about what happens if you have kids in the business, outside the business, um, kind of like our situation. My brother is not in our business. He's not even in the state. And you talk about this, his eyes glaze over and, you know, and, but you know what, to be fair, he's an engineer and he talks about his stuff. My eyes glaze over too. So. Yeah. But he was married by Paul McCartney. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron's so sick of hearing that story. I was married Sir by Paul? Father Vince. So. Right. By Paul. Sir Paul. Yeah. 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 So, so what are you seeing out there, Chris? What are some things that business owners need to keep in mind? I mean, uh, thanks Aaron. Just in general, uh, you know, it'd be, you know, have a succession plan for your business. Um, and so, you know, with that succession plan, you know, have you made those hard decisions about, you know, is this going to get passed down to a family member? Um, should it be sold? Um, you know, and what's the avenue or the path to make that uh, successful? Um, really turning people every, uh, turning business owners back to their uh, attorney to have that conversation because there are buy-sell agreements, there's insurance to you know, fund buy sell Def, agreement. Define a buy sell agreement because I think a lot of people don't know what that means. They so, hear it but don't know. Yeah, so it, it defines the terms under which the you know next owner will you know maybe an, a current employee will purchase the business in the event that something happens. Um, and there's ways to fund it with life insurance and uh, right. you know, and other things that we can. We do not making any specific recommendations or for vehicles or anything like that. But no. there's different strategies that. Um, you know that 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 people use um, where we were talking about earlier about using insurance for compensating siblings that are not in the business. Right, right. I mean, there's certainly you know there's the the topic of you know if you have children in the business, um, you know one of the main conversations I like to have with business owners with respect to that is you know how much do the kids participate in the growth of the business um, because equal isn't always fair. Um, so if the kids have participated in a lot of the growth of the business, maybe those kids should get it. But what's fair is you buy some life insurance to give to the kids that aren't in the business. Right. So, you know, it just depends. But that's a that's a I mean, it's a lot of angst for business owners out there. How do I do this? How do I, you know, equalize? Is that fair? Is that equitable? And angst for family members. Yes. If not done properly, this can literally divide families. Correct, Paul. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. You don't want to see that. No. Not with so much effort and work over the years put into a business, right? And to a family. <laughs> and the family, you're right. Yeah. It, that, I mean, family businesses are so cool and, and dynamic in that way, but you, yeah, you don't want to see it end badly. Right. And, and it's, it's not worth it then, um, no matter how valuable it may be. Yeah. Um, so that that's, that's, that's huge. Is you want to have family harmony. You want to have business harmony, though, too, because you – have families that rely on your business as well your uh your 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 employees your team that work you know work for you you want to make sure that they're taking care of that something happens that their lives all aren't all of a sudden disrupted and thrown for a loop because you didn't do your planning you have your clients and your customers that you love that you want to make sure that you're they're taking care of there's no disruption there either where someone else is just focused on a family squabble on i didn't get this they didn't get that well forget you you know um some or, of those can be really petty sometimes too yeah. but they blow up you we, know yeah. and it becomes a, yeah. just a source of of anger within the family we were talking it's like one of the the, the things that can 
really blow it up is you know it's the principle of it. It could be something over over you know a stylus or an iPad or something. Robin Robin Young's rookie card belongs to me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, it's the you know, I mean, the holidays are upon us, so I always encourage families this time of year as everyone is gathering um, to get together and have those hard conversations about the personal property. Maybe you give it to them now. Um, but ask them if there's something that they want, because uh, the last thing you want is for heartache, you know, after you've after you're gone. How I don't want to say the word petty again, but how minutia? How small do we get with items? Uh, yeah. It, so I mean, it. I mean, I've watched people spend uh, a lot of money on legal fees to maybe I'll use the example of a screwdriver. Um, you know, it's the one memory of dad that son wanted, but. Um, you know, unbeknownst to the surviving spouse, she gave it to the son-in-law. The two of them didn't talk, and it took you know it might it could take a lot of legal fees to move a single particular item from one hand to the other. And yeah. I've watched families. The principle of it. You mentioned we son-in-law. About. I mean, I can see that. Wait a minute. The son says that's my dad. Mm-hmm. How dare you give it to the son-in-law? Right, and she had no idea that it meant so much to him. You got to communicate these things. Don't you wish you could just get the family all together in one room at the same time, not virtually, right, right, and and just talk Mm -hmm. and get it all done? Mm -hmm. But that's rare these days. It's it's almost impossible. And and so many people I talk to, I I talk to a lot of people about you know as they're doing their planning and doing their you know putting their estate plan together with their attorney. um, So many of them will say, "My kids don't want anything," but they haven't necessarily had the conversation. So I'd encourage people this time of year to don't assume. Correct. Just ask. Correct. My dad passed this last January, Chris. So it's going on almost a year right now. And eh, we didn't have many issues as I've got a brother and I've got a sister and my mom's very healthy and doing very well. Thank God. But yeah, there's a lot of things that dad had that we Mm -hmm. talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Who gets that shotgun? Who gets this rifle? That kind of thing. Correct. And by the way, there is a Robin Yount rookie card in our family. (laughs) Who got it? <clears throat> it's always been my brother's, <laughs> but, but I want it. <laughs> I loved Robin Young because he was, what was he, 18 when the yeah, Brewers signed yes, him? Right yes. out of high school. Yeah. I just, and he stayed with the Brewers the entire career. I've always respected that. Yeah. It's just one of my favorite athletes, Robin in, Young. Uh, yeah. In respect to a baseball collection, I, I recently read a document that said, give the baseball, baseball card collection to my two brothers. And I oh. said, oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Two brothers. <laughs> okay, so I'll take all the valuable ones. You yeah, have all the junk. Yeah, right, right. So I said, what does that mean? He said, well, just give it to them equally. I said, is that by number of cards? Is that by value? By what it's, does equally That's mean? like saying giving my Brett Favre signed football to two brothers. What, are you going to cut it in half? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's you got to be you really get Brett specific. And you get Favre. <laughs> right. Cut it right in half. Yeah. No, you don't want to see that happen. A lot um, of Mickey Mantle cards, he said. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there's value. Yeah. Especially um, now, baseball cards are more valuable than they ever happened right now. Hmm. Boy, that changed, right? Because it was they were way oh, up. Way down then. And yeah. then down in the basement, and now they're back up. They're back up. Especially with the pandemic, people are collecting. The collecting is on the rise overall, whether it's baseball card, Magic the Gathering cards, Pokemon yeah. cards. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's it's crazy. Okay, Aaron mentioned the elephant in the room, COVID. We're all sick of talking about the pandemic. Right. We we've had it, but Sorry. it's it's reality. Yes. I think it's important with regard to an estate plan. Yes. Yes. Certainly get it uh, get it in place. You know, we encourage uh, all of our clients to get together with their attorney, accountant, and investment advisor. 
And then make sure all a of them team. are talking. It's important to have a team of people yes. in place that are working downfield. As lame as the analogy may be, you know, we look at ourselves as, as the quarterback of the financial situation so that we work with the uh, the attorney and the trust administrator and the life insurance specialist and all these different specialists to make sure everyone's marching down the field at the same time and not being like, well, that guy's full of it and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And no, And then nothing happens or the wrong things happen. People often ask, uh, you know, how are you going to be notified if something happens to me? So I always encourage them to make sure their health care power of attorney has our contact information, but also the attorney, the accountant, and the investment advisor, and then contact one of them. And once they contact one of them, the team rallies. Chris, you're talking about power of attorney, POA. That, I think we're going to get into that in the next segment. The sexy segment. Mm-hmm. Does it get any sexier than power of attorney? Ho, ho, ho. I <laughs> Come am on. Getting- Whew. It's hard to find it. It's getting on here. here. It's yeah. getting on here. <laughs> uh, that's, in all seriousness, it's very important. Yeah. It's that you have one. And then, like we said, you add COVID to it. You can't take anything for granted these days. Your health, right? Every right. day you wake up. I don't right. know. I, I'm 55, and I'm starting to get to the point where I think I'm enjoying every breath. Yeah. Maybe I'll be around for four years. years. You'll look a day over 60. Thank you. (laughs) Depends if I shave or not. That's that's where the great tends to come from. So uh, we'll take a quick break. But Aaron Kowal, just going back to the Kowal Investment Group, I want to give out all contact information right now. World Headquarters in Waukesha, beautiful office in Waukesha, Port Washington, up in Ozaki County with a view of Lake Michigan. That's just great for northern folks to meet at that office. In Racine, right off uh, the freeway and Highway 20, and in Phoenix, Arizona. Not to mention, Jeff talks about how many states you're licensed in as well. Something for, like 26 or something like that, I think. For snowbirds. Yeah. yeah. So you so, can work with these retirees. Anywhere. anywhere. We, with, with Zoom, we, we're we able to to work anywhere, help anybody anywhere. Um, it's really, you know, it's really nice like that now. So To reach out. Off the air with questions to meet with an advisor from the Coal Investment Group, 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. Chris Barons will be here uh, for the rest of the show. Um, I'm going to give our, our website web address, thecoalway.com. Also find us on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter. Chris, what's your phone number, too? 262-808-2678. Horicon Bank Trust is in Pewaukee, you said. Correct. Uh, right by us. Yeah, your neighbors. Yeah. Chris Barons, uh, we've got as a guest, Aaron Kowal, your host. The Retirement Clinic in Madison and WIBA. Thank you for listening every week. And, of course, on WISN, they do the market updates tw- on both stations, Monday through Friday. And, of course, the Retirement Clinic is every Saturday. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll come back with the sexy segment right around the corner. Stick around. Back with the sexy segment, we continue with the Kowal Investment Group and the Retirement Clinic. Thanks for joining us today with Aaron Kowal. Chris Barons joins us. And, well, this segment, as a way of 
background, the sexy segment, wealth management and preservation, and a different spin each week, Aaron. Yeah, the show is for most people um, you know, that are obviously close to or already in retirement, have a business, have some issues that they want to ponder and think about and, and start to address. The, the sex segments for people that typically have a million dollars or more, this might apply to, to a wider swath of, of people, this particular um, wealth preservation segment. Um, so I wanted to invite Chris to, to go over. We're talking about powers of attorney, health directives, all that. So why don't you take it away, Chris? Tell me about what you've gotten. And if you have any you know, horror stories or any you know, cautionary tales, uh, throw that in there too. Sure. Floor is yours. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, we recommend, of course, everyone has all their documents in place: will, healthcare power of attorney, durable power of attorney, um, and then, you know, based on the recommendation or advice they get from their attorney, potentially a trust. Um, but it's, you know, with a durable power of attorney, it's critical, you know, with people who, you know, in the day of four hundred one ks, people have very large balances in their retirement plans and um, IRAs. And so what people don't often realize is those only go by way of beneficiary designation after you pass. Um, and so by a beneficiary designation, it's not included in the trust. And the, the document that would control that should you become incapacitated is the power of attorney. So it's critical that people with large IRAs or just IRAs in general have a power of attorney. Because you, you know, Aaron would need someone that he can work with should you become incapacitated. You know, absent that document, um, there could be a little bit of a fight or a struggle um, of people that, you know, would, you know, raise their hand to want to get control of that money. Incapacitated and then, or or death, uh, e- either one would apply, but incapacitated meaning just in a coma, can't speak, not not aware of things. Yeah, not basically not lucid. Can't handle their affairs any yeah. longer, and so and that's where doctors would come into play and say, right, well, okay, right. So there can be a springing power in the power of attorney where you know two doctors have to sign off saying you can't make decisions anymore. Um, so you know there's a couple types of uh, powers of attorney out there, but the power of attorney ceases at death, so they don't have any uh, control at, at, after death. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a powerful tool for for people that um, if they are able to help uh, help a loved one or, you know, I have, you know, we have a, a client, he's probably listening, but he, who is power of attorney for his uncle and just wants to make sure his uncle's taking care of, but his uncle isn't good at keeping track of these things. He, and he's old, getting up there in age, helping him get his things, helping him stop being taken advantage of from other professionals and just consolidate some of this stuff. Right. And we'll, you know, we'll be asked uh, as people are starting to lose um, either the will or the want to pay their bills and do other things. So we'll be asked to step in even before incapacity hits. Um, and so, you know, we'll do that. Um, but, you know, it's really, um, you know, I call us really a defense, um, you know, a business because, you know, there are people that are looking to take advantage of others. And when there's money involved, um, it just makes people do crazy things. I hate to bring up COVID again, but with the ventilators being that bad ICU, which unfortunately is happening these last couple of years, right? Right. And who right. knows how long this is going to go. Would this pertain to that situation as well? Absolutely. So as people are, you know, get, you know, as they're entering the hospital, you know, there are attorneys that have to go to the bedside, you know, as people are struggling in the hospital to have new documents signed. So that happens quite a bit, actually. Oh. How would you like that, Paul? No. Nope. Have to go do that job. 
No, no, I, I wouldn't. But here's here's the deal. And all of these things are uncomfortable to talk about. You don't like talking about no. death. But if you get your affair, I'm using air quotes, affairs in order. Get the paperwork done, your documentation. At least you've got some peace of mind it's taken care of. Absolutely. Absolutely. And choosing the right, you know, whether it be family member, um, firm, or corporate trustee is critical. What about a younger couple? They're married. They're in their 20s. They have no kids. They don't have any will or trust. Can they just get a power of attorney? They can. Absolutely. Healthcare, I mean, durable. You can have an auto accident being, right? You yes. Can, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, and you do, I mean, even college age kids, you'd want to have a healthcare power of attorney because parents They're have. Adults. Yeah. Parents don't have any, you know, they can't get their medical records without it. I think we need to go over this one again. How many parents sending their 18 year olds off to, let's just say UW lacrosse, have a POA? Not many. Yeah. I am probably it's thinking a that. Deal now. Well, they're my. My child, I'll right. make that decision. Right? No, <laughs> they're on my. Without... They're on my health insurance. I'll make that That's decision. Right. No, you can't. So just because, and they can be in health insurance, I think till age twenty six. Right. But yeah. if they don't have that power of attorney, that mom or dad has no impact, no power at all to make a decision. Right. Right. And no, and uh, have no uh, obligation to get those records either. That's actually not, not alarming, but it's eye opening, I mm-hmm. think. And you should do something about it as a parent. You always think that you're, you would have control over, uh, you know, not control, but have some say on a single child's care when they're off at college. Oh, I'm paying for college and the health insurance and this and this, but they're technically, per- technically an adult. <laughs> it's your paternal instinct, right? But once they turn 18. Yeah, of course, always. Yeah. Have you seen anything where there's been, they should have had a power of attorney and didn't, and it's just a, a, a mess? Or where it was a big success story where you had it and you're able to be like, hey, I've got this. Let's clean this up. Right, right. So, you know, digital assets are a big topic mm. uh, today. And so the most recent uh, version of a lot of uh, powers of attorney have that language in them. Um, it's not always the case uh, that you know Facebook or Apple or others would necessarily honor that, but at least you have a document, you have something to start with. Um, as far as uh, you know, horror stories. I mean, I do have one where there was a a niece that was you know in control of her aunt's funds, and uh, she had spent a lot of money over the course of six weeks. I mean. Over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So she had durable or financial power of attorney from right. her aunt. Right. She was an adult. Right. And she was going crazy with the money. Right. And the court, uh, the court will typically step in in those matters. So you do know, they name yeah, a new but power legally, of doesn't she have the right to do that? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, within reason. I mean, for she health, she, education, maintenance, and support. Where. Sorry, she's, well, she's under a fiduciary obligation in that role as agent. So the court would step My in. My aunt yeah. needed a new Maserati. What are you talking about? <laughs> she has to get to her doctor's they appointment. She told me that I deserved it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That right. doesn't fly. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I don't... Actually, I do like talking about horror stories because they can teach us a lesson. We can learn from... You learn from stories. Yeah, from these stories. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to happen, but unfortunately, I can see where that would happen. Right. Maybe right. she's... Not, I don't know what the age was. Uh, the aunt? You're no, saying? the niece. That... Oh, the niece, uh, 60s? The niece oh. is in the 60s. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking it was a younger, you know, like no. a 22-year-old going crazy with no. Okay. Well, this is good stuff. Okay, what else do we need to know before we wrap up the sexy segment? 
uh, I, I just encourage everyone, it's the holidays, have those conversations. And uh, if you don't have your documents in place, certainly take the time to look at them or dust them off and revisit the topic over the holidays here. Speaking of horror stories, the last thing you want is over the holidays to have a family. I mean, we're already divided over the whole vaccines and COVID. Let's admit it. It it has affected families. I see stories every day in the news about it. It it certainly has. Now you add one more thing. Well, this we have control over. We can do something about it. Right, right. And we do, you know, um, and unfortunately the holidays are a hard time for people. And so, you know, we do have people that, um, you know, lose the will to live oftentimes over the holidays. Uh, sad but true. Right. You're exactly right. Uh, good stuff. On that note, let's break. We'll come back on WISN and WIBA every Saturday. The Retirement Clinic, a good one today. We're learning a lot from Chris Barons of VP Horicon Bank Trust. And, of course, uh, Aaron Kowal is here. And we can reach out to you anytime at the Kowal Investment Group, 262 4040, or all that social media website stuff works as well, Aaron. TheKowalWay.com. Oh, yeah, KowalWay.com. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. Follow us there. Uh, connect with us on LinkedIn. Connect with me personally on LinkedIn. Uh, also on Twitter, at Kowal underscore invest. We'll be right back with the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. Appropriate music, I think, knocking on heaven's door. We, I mean, it's Paul. part of life. <laughs> it is. Is death. We were just going to let the song play, Paul. You don't have to <laughs> just uh, so, subtly explain what it means. We only have a few minutes left. I wanted to get, I want to, I say, well, you learn from stories, and I wanted to hear, have a success story or something that, that Chris really illustrate the value of what you do. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, the, yeah, so, I mean, I often refer to what we do as the holiday clause, uh, perfect for this time of year, um, because we save holidays for families. Um, and so, you know, there are cases where, you know, we're co-trustee. Um, in one case, we were co-trustee with a daughter, and the trust, uh, there were two large trusts for each of her brothers, and she was co-trustee with us. And she said, uh, you know, each of the brothers approached her and wanted money to start a business. And it wasn't necessarily the appropriate an appropriate business, um, and there wasn't enough. Uh, there weren't enough. You know, it just they hadn't done all the research, and so um, she said they came to her and said, "We want to start a business." She said, "I think it's a wonderful idea. Call Chris." She hung up the phone with them, called me, and said, "Chris, we're not doing it." Oh, <laughs> so that's how we save holidays because at the next major gathering, she said, "I told Chris he should have done it," and that was the right thing to do. Uh, well, right, because we're we're the bad guy. Right, so yeah. we save holidays. Yeah. So now she has a relationship with her. You're the nice. You're the nicest bad guy I know. You're the perf- <laughs> yeah. You are a very nice bad guy. Uh, with all, <laughs> that was a good story though, and it, yeah, tell tell Chris, uh, he'll take care of it. It yeah. kind of takes the burden off her shoulders. Right. Uh, Chris Barron's Horicon Bank Trust now 18 branches from Beaver Dam to West Bend, as far north as Appleton. I understand some new branches to be opening soon. That's correct, Paul. We're going to establish one here shortly, either before the end of the year or into the new year um, in New Berlin. And then we've got another one coming next year at the Mayfair Collection off of Burleigh. Torcon Bank Trust uh, in Pewaukee, based in Pewaukee. Correct. Uh, uh, had, uh, Chris Barons has been with us. Boy, thank you for a great show. A lot of information. And Aaron Kowal off the air. If we want to contact 
you or Chris, let's give out that info. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's your phone number again? 262-808-2678. Great. Thank you. Um, our, our number is 262-522-4040. Uh, also visit us at the Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Um, also Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Tinder. Um <laughs> You're not <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> that, that's Aaron's personal yeah, page. Per- wait, wait, oh, whoops. Uh, but no, but really, you know, reach out to us. We've got a great team of advisors. We are fiduciaries that uh, are there to put to serve you. And we may or may not be back next week after that. <laughs> that was a fun show, Aaron. Thank yes. you for being here, Aaron Kowal, the Kowal Investment Group, the Kowalway.com.